I involve my kid in a lot of stuff. So, like, my kid is learning Portuguese as she grows, American Sign Language with me, and a little bit of Spanish from the dad that I ended up having to learn because she's speaking it too. I make sure that, like, whenever I'm doing the crafts and stuff, I put her to do it, and then we compare our drawings. So, like, you can involve your kids, and that can, like, give you extra time to learn something or to work on something. Hey, my name is Kelly Heil, and I'm here to show you that it's totally possible to do what you love while raising the ones you love. It took me far too long to figure out how to balance my new role of mom while overcoming mom guilt and still living my best creative life. Motherhood does not mean we have to throw who we used to be aside and stop making art or writing books. That's why I created this podcast. I want to inspire you to live intentionally. Whether you're a mom who gets up at 5 a.m. or a night owl who has another cup of coffee at midnight, we can do this. And I'm spotlighting women who are doing this. Grab a coffee, grab a notebook, get ready to change your life. This is the Moms Who Create podcast. everyone. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you're having a great week and I hope you get inspired from today's guest. Kelly Lima is an author illustrator that has worked on the educational field from teaching to creating educational videos and board games for children internationally. Coming from Brazil, she also makes sure her native language is reflected in her publications, such as her bilingual activity book or book translations, like Along Came Oliver's Portuguese edition. As a driven mom, she wants to help kids learn through fun and to build awareness around different topics. She is multilingual and has teaching experience, which helps balance fun and interactive elements along with learning from activity books to middle grade and everything in between. Enjoy learning from Kelly, and hopefully, and maybe after this episode, you'll also want to dive into a new language as well. Hi, Kelly. Love your name. (laughs) My name is (laughs) Kelly, too. It's so awesome to meet you. Thanks for being on the podcast today. I'm excited to learn about you. How are you? Oh, thank you for inviting me. Um, I also love your name. What a coincidence, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. I'm doing good. Tell us about you and your family. And there's my cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Kelly, just tell us about you. I am actually from Brazil. I do live in the USA and my daughter was born here. My husband is from here. Fun fact about me is that I was actually a video game designer for many years. No way. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. so cool. And I started writing and publishing in January. Did you create your own video games or did you work for somebody else and did it for them? I did both things. So, like, I have worked as a designer for whew, almost 18 years now. Wow. Yeah. So, wow. I worked as a designer in Brazil and New York and in Utah. So the last company that I worked on was actually local to Utah, but it's pretty big on the educational uh, side of the video games. It's called Wildworks. Uh, okay. They do like Animal Jam and such. I don't oh, know. Yeah. So. That's so cool. So are you like, do you 
do like designing? Do you do like coding, like programming too? Always designing. I tried my like, I tried to tackle the coding part of it. Mm -hmm. I worked as a web designer at the very beginning of my life, but I do not like coding at all. I love illustrating. I love creating mock-ups. I love designing. I love doing the balancing of the video game, uh, like stats and stuff, but not very good at coding. (laughs) My husband, though, is an engineer and we actually met. We actually met each other at the Masters on video game development. And he was my engineer on one of my teams. So he's the coder. (laughs) That's amazing. That is so, so cool. So yeah, let's talk about your books now. Besides doing really neat things like designing video games, (laughs) you became an author and illustrator or just author? Author and illustrator. Author and illustrator. You do it all, girl. You do it all. (laughs) Tell us about your story and what inspired you to become an author and an illustrator. I was always a storyteller. So, like, I remember when I was little, there was, like, this class that we had on history or whatever. And the prof, the, the teacher left the room. And I, I just liked creating these, like, weird, completely, like, crazy stories that my my friends actually believed. And it was very funny. Like in Brazil, in Brazil, like in Portuguese, you say obrigado as thank you and de nada as you're welcome. And obrigado can also mean like um, you are mandated to do something. So when I was like in that class, I was like, you guys, you know where obrigado comes from? And you're like, where, where, where? I'm like, oh, many, many years ago, like when you had like no currencies or whatever in the slaves time, when you did a favor to someone, you like made a deal with them and you were like mandated to do something in the future in return for them in the future. And then at the like many years after a very noble king came to one of the people that owed him something and said, we're welcome, Dinada. So he released them from that like thing that they had like mandated themselves to do in the future. And everybody was like, oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> and like, it was very funny because I heard that story like two or three years after in my school. And I'm like, oh yeah, I made that up. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you were already published, right? Because you heard your story a few years later. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, and then my bo- my daughter was born, and I started like telling more stuff. And I, I I bought a lot of books for her, and I started like mm-hmm. trying to teach her stuff. And I'm like, I wish there was a book for that. And then at the same time, there was like another story that I had in the back of my head that I started writing like two or three years ago. And I'm like, why don't I work on that? And I just started working on a lot of stuff. And I'm like, wait, I'm going to just publish those. And I started publishing. (laughs) I love it. That's like the definition of moms who create, right? You just (laughs) want to do something. So we're like, okay, we can do it. We we had kids. We pushed a human out of our body. We can probably do anything else now, right? (laughs) I was reading about Along Came Oliver, and I love how it's just like aimed at children uh, navigating life issues. And I just, I just love what you put in to your books. So, tell us about that. I always like playing with an educational side of things. Um, I've done like a couple of activity books, and my activity books were like um, with American Sign Language supported. 
or they are like working towards Caesar skills, but the images have like talking points, like uh, vitiligo kids, or like I try to go as much as I can as far as educational goes. And I had written a couple of stories, and they're coming slowly. (laughs) Um, But this one specifically I wrote because of my own experience when I was a kid. So I had like this other kid that was my very best friend in my school. She had the birthday on May 20. Mine is like May 11. So we are pretty close. Mm-hmm. And I felt like, oh my God, this is amazing. We are like made for each other. We are like best friends forever. And then there was a third kid that arrived and they actually had the same day. They both had like May 20. Oh. And I felt like crushed. Oh no. And- and they actually started spending a lot of time together. They started, like, doing everything together. Sometimes I felt like they were doing something without me, even though I could be there, too. But I was so jealous that I was like, I don't want that. If I can't have her, but, like, for me, I, I, I don't want to do it. I'm busy. I wish there was someone to tell me how to handle those feelings. I wish there was someone to, like, walk me through tools and things that I could use or how I should behave or should, how should I think about it? Because if I had that, I would have acted differently mm-hmm. and um, I didn't have that. So that's yeah. like how along came Oliver came to oh. life. <laughs> like that's just so helpful to kids, especially because things like that we went through, it's not just something that we, we were the only one that went through it. Right. Or because it was, 30 years ago, that doesn't happen anymore. Experiences that we went through, kids are still going through today, you know, like jealousy and just, just everything. So the fact that you made it into a book to help other kids from something that happened in your past, is like so cool. This, this book actually went through a lot of critiques. So like I'm a member of the society of uh, writers and illustrators, and I have like four or five different critic groups that actually like look through the entire story and it was funny because every time that I read with a different group throughout the months, that was always the same reaction. It's like, oh my God, I can relate. So I was like, mm-hmm. yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. And they, the book actually comes with an activity book if you buy that as well. And the activity book was actually like the steps in it were done by a psychologist. So it it has like all of the tools and stuff that kids can use, such as, oh, mood thermometers or the the opposite mind game that the kid can like think of something that it's funny about the thing that she is jealous of. Or like it has a a, a bunch of different tools that you can use with your kid. And you can download it for free and print it home too on my website. Or you can buy the paperback. Love the idea, love the execution, and it's awesome. How did you come up with the name Oliver? Uh, I went through so many ideas, but this one was actually because of a friend of mine has a kid that's Oliver, mm. and I was crazy about him. And it, he was like, even before my daughter was born, like I made him an entire like barn out of like uh, cardboard and stuff that turned out pretty awesome. Oh, wow. uh, <laughs> I was like insane about that kid. So that's like all over the name, but yeah. yeah. So if you haven't heard, the Moms Who Create Journal is here. 
I am so excited to share this with you all. I've created this journal for you to fill with your project ideas, whether you're a writer, artist, entrepreneur, musician, or just a creative of any kind. If you're listening to this podcast, I guarantee that this journal is for you. With over 100 blank pages to plan your dreams, here's a space for your creativity to take flight. Go to momswhocreate.com slash journal for more information. Available now on Amazon. Oh, I have a, a nephew named Oliver. So I love that name. <laughs> a fun fact is on July 9th, I am actually doing an author event at Barnes and Nobles at Sugar House with another author. And her book is Oliver and the Wishing Star. So no um, I thought it was very funny because there are like two Olivers in one event. <laughs> what are the chances that would happen? Right. <laughs> Well, you know, there's some, some child somewhere that's like, whoa, my name's Oliver. I have yep. to go to this. It's like an event for me. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was super funny when I saw it. I was like, oh my God, it's the Olivers. Is that the only book that you have right now that you've published? I have uh, four activity books that are like educational ones. Uh, two of them are learning to write with ASL support. One of them is a bilingual Portuguese-English uh, dual-text uh, coloring book. Nice. And the other one is a summer-themed Caesar Skills book. So this one, that's Along Came Oliver, came out right now, like in May 10. And it's in Portuguese, English, and Spanish. And the French one is coming too. Wow. And my next book is probably coming out in August, which is going to be super exciting. And it's very cute. It has less educational um, elements in it, but it's also based like on a story, kind of. I have like these twists, right? Like in my childhood, Along Came Oliver was actually three girls, but <laughs> it has these differences that I created. Yeah. The next one is about like, I have a, person that I love like deeply and I call her my heart mom that's a term that I created for her because like she pretty much like helped raise me Mm -hmm. so this book is about a little girl that wants her neighbor to be her heart grandma oh that's special yeah sounds special she's she's created this huge plan and it's gonna be super cute it's called operation nana (laughs) <laughs> oh me so, kelly hopefully it will like warm hearts around there <laughs> it, you know it's it's already warmed my heart just <laughs> <laughs> did you translate them yourself or did you like do you speak all of those languages i speak a little bit of spanish but i actually just asked my husband lived in mexico for like many many years so he grew up like from six to 19 or something like that oh wow so he's like a native speaker in, in Spanish and his aunt is actually a teacher there. So she actually um, did like the last uh, pass on the Spanish book. The Portuguese one, I did it myself because uh, nice. it's my first language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the French one, I'm, I did the first draft and it's not published yet because I'm trying to find someone to look over it. So French was my second language, but it has been like many years that I don't use it so I don't feel like 100% good of it so I'm like trying to find a translator or an editor to look over it and then publish that one 
You're incredible. So you speak, you know, at least three languages, right? And American Sign Language a little bit and <gasps> Libras a little bit. <laughs> You're like next level incredible. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just like That's... super curious about languages. I love like interacting with people. So you also have a child on top of being yeah. this like Duolingo author, illustrator, coder, <laughs> Sorry, Coder, amazing, amazing mom. So how do you find the balance between doing all of this and having a child? What advice would you give to moms out there if they, you know, have children and they want to do all this cool stuff, you know, like you're curious about languages, so you learn all these languages. So what, how do you balance it? And what would you Um, tell other moms? I would say first thing that you need to like keep in mind, it's, it's not easy. Like, don't think it's just going to, like, snap your fingers and come over. That's not how it works. Like, as I was working a full-time job and being with my kid, and in the pandemic, I was waking up, like, two hours earlier than my kid to work two hours a day on my book every single day. Wow. So, like, it's not easy. It's a lot of hard work, but it's feasible. And... Mm -hmm. If it's not, like, about the books, but, like, anything else, like, oh, we want to learn a new language, learn with your kids. Like, I I involve my kid in a lot of stuff. So, like, my kid is learning Portuguese as she grows, American Sign Language with me, and a little bit of Spanish from the dad that I ended up having to learn because she's speaking it, too. Um, I make sure that, like, whenever I'm doing the crafts and stuff, I put her to do it, and then we compare our drawings. So, like, you can involve your kids, and that can, like, give you extra time to learn something or to work on something. And wake up earlier or go to bed, like, later than then. I used to wake up earlier, but I am a night owl, so I just started doing, like, stuff after putting her down. So I put Mm -hmm. her down, and then I go to bed very late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You have to find that time. I used to wake up before my kids, but then my youngest one just started waking up earlier and earlier. So it's like, okay, if I wake up two hours earlier than she usually wakes up, what if she wakes up an hour earlier? So like, I only have an hour, you know, whereas I'm going to be tired the next day. But if I just stay up later and do it, then I have all the time in the world. You know, I'm not limited unless she comes in there at night and I have to put her back to bed. But so I'm kind of in that stage right now where I have to stay up later if I want more than like Mm -hmm. an hour. But if you really want something bad enough, you know, you'll do it. You'll work on it and you'll, you know, you'll catch up on sleep one day. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty much my, my, my idea. Like I do the same thing. Um, and you don't need to do that like many, many hours a day. Um, you can just like do one, two hours, one, two hours, as long as you're consistent and you actually put your effort and you really want something, you can do it. You are a mom, you are amazing. And you can do that. (laughs) Just, just believe in yourself. (laughs) Yes. I love you. (laughs) It's true. I always say that my kids gave me more drive to do stuff in life. Like I think before I had kids, man, I had all the time in the world. I could have done so much stuff. (laughs) Like what? Because now I have kids and I'm like, I, I, I get a lot done. 
in like this short amount of time. I'm like, how do I do that? And I'm so mad at myself that like my house wasn't spotless before kids or like I didn't write 1600 books before I had kids, you know, (laughs) it's pretty much me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Oh my God, I have like 30 things to do and have one hour. And I'm like, wait, how did I do that? How did I do it? Right. (laughs) It's a mystery. (laughs) Your kids aren't going to be little forever. So, you know, we're not going to have to jam pack our creative passions into two hours a day for the rest of our life. That's not going to happen. And at the same time, mom guilt is a real thing. Oh, for sure. Do not feel guilty. You have like the right to spend two hours of your day on something that you really want. Like that's something that you should be feeling okay about it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I can't, I cannot stress that enough. You're going to have mom guilt, even if you're like really, if you're like secure in what you're doing and you're like, no, I feel good about this. Like I'm doing this for myself, but still in the back of my brain, I have that mom guilt. I'm like, oh, I should be with my kids. I know I'm with my kids 24 seven and I'm taking an hour to myself right now, but like it's, It's I think it's just made into our brains, right? Yep. It's still there. And sometimes it gets worse. Like when a little thing happens, like uh, last week, like my husband told my daughter, oh, mommy can't come because she needs to work. And she turned to the dad and she's like, mommy has to work. And I just felt like my heart broke. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God, I have to work now. <laughs> so that's normal, guys. That's completely normal. You're going to feel it sometimes, but that's a part of life. And you are amazing and you are incredible. Do not feel super guilty about taking some time to pursue a dream or something that you really want. I like my children seeing me do my passions and my husband, you know, doing his work and see us just following our dreams and what we want to do. Yep. I think what I'm doing and what I'm trying to do and what we're doing as moms, writing a book, you know, making art, whatever. Painting the daughter's room. (laughs) Painting my daughter's room. (laughs) Your kid is not going to love you less. Exactly. And the feeling of guilt is normal. It's not only you. 99.999999 of the moms have it. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No matter what you do as a mom, you're going to feel, you're going to feel like you're the only one. I remember when I was breastfeeding and I would be up nursing at 3am and I would just be like so tired and think I'm just the only one up at 3am. And I was like, man, Mm -hmm. think about all the moms like right now in my time zone that are up right now nursing their child. I'm definitely not alone. You know, if you have that mom guilt, don't, don't your, your kids, your kids love you dearly. And if they're six months old or something, you know, if they're really small, they're not going to show that appreciation and wow at what you do. Like, wow, mom, look what you're doing, you know, here, whatever. But when they get older, they will. So you have to know that you're doing this for you, but you're also doing it to set a good, a good example to your children. Thanks for making your book to help children who, you know, kind of felt like you did when you were younger. All of the moments around there, like if you want to get a long time Oliver, if you have unlimited Kindle, like the KU um, membership, I do sometimes the ebook free promotion. So keep an eye on that, like every three months or so. And uh, the 
activity book you can get for free on my website. So there's a lot of like Perfect. ways that you can get it for free. But if you want to support a mom that is working very hard, <laughs> I would love if you can purchase a copy uh, and leave a review. Do not forget to leave a review. The reviews help so much. You have no so idea. So much. Can you tell us your website? I will put everything in the show notes and on Instagram and Facebook, but just go ahead for everybody listening. Tell us um, your website and where they can find you online. Sure. My publishing name, like the company that I publish through, it's mine. So it's called Writerverse Journey. And that is like... writerversejourney.weeksite.com is my main website. Uh, I usually just put bit, B-I-T dot L-Y slash writerverse because it's easier for people to type. It's shorter. <laughs> that drives you to my main website. My All of my usernames on social media are writerverse underline uh, journey except for Facebook. Facebook is just writerverse journey together because they don't allow underlines. Yay. And I found out that <laughs> after creating everything and after publishing the book. So no, that one is different. No. Do not make the same mistake. <laughs> Create all of your social media before, even if you don't use them, just have them ready in case you want so them. True. Thank Amazing. you so much yeah. again. <laughs> Yeah, no, Kelly, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I loved hearing about about you and your books. Excellent advice to other moms. So everyone listening, go buy her book and her activity book. And if you if your kid's going through uh, you know some some jealousy or, or kind of what she was talking about, I know this would be a great addition to your library. Yeah. Or you can and- even buy it to give it up your child too. And the book itself is about like jealousy in a friendship, but the activity activity book goes through different scenarios of jealousy. So it goes like jealousy of things, jealousy of a parent dating another parent, jealousy of a like a mom have a second baby. So it has different scenarios that will walk your kid through it. If you are a mom that is also an author around there, I also do like author services. So I do printables, lead magnets, uh, help with websites and stuff. So if you are an author, you can also reach me out for author services, even free promo. So I have a YouTube channel that I do free promo on other authors. And um, other moms who are authors that maybe speak, you know, Portuguese or, or what, whatever, maybe they could connect with you too. And if you just want to find like cool stuff to do with your kiddo, you can also look for at mama is here 2021. And I post a bunch of like crafts and uh, educational activities that you can do with your kids there. Kelly, thanks again for doing this. You're so cool. So cool. Thank so you thanks so for much. being on the podcast. You are the cool one. No. <laughs> Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram at Moms Who Create Podcasts or at Kelly Heil. Also, we have a cool Facebook group you can join. So go to the Moms Who Create Podcast Facebook page and find the group there. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week.